G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigao and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as analog phones? Before we get into the show today, I just wanted to let you know of our new YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today? Where we have video presentations of a number of topics including Can I Trust the Bible? and Creation v. Evolution. Be sure to check it out. The topic of judgment has always been one that has brought fear and trepidation into the hearts of many. But is this topic still relevant today? Haven't we passed the idea of a vengeful God who is eager to judge and smite us at every opportunity He has? What is God's judgment all about? Is it something that we need to be worried about? Or is it something that's no longer relevant? We'll explore this topic on our show today, just after these songs.
verse in the Bible is John 3.16. It reads, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verses 17 and 18 continue saying, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. I always thought that this verse was a little weird and and kind of hard to understand, and even biased. The condition for salvation is stated to be belief. But how exactly does this work? I mean, what if the person trying to teach you or the person who's trying to convince you is not all that persuasive? How is it my fault if Marius is unable to convince me? Sometimes we just don't believe certain things that we're told. Will God judge us and exclude us from heaven simply because we have been unable to believe? This question bugged me for many, many years until... I recently found an answer, and surprisingly, it's in the very next verse. John 3.19 reads, And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. 
Here, we discover that the reason one is condemned is not simply because they have not been able to be persuaded and to believe. But the condemnation lies in the fact that their deeds were evil. And more than that, because they loved darkness rather than light. Because they loved to live in rebellion against God. Galatians 6 verses 7 and 8 tell us something interesting. It says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows into his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. We learn that one cannot mock God, meaning you cannot fool God. Your actions will ultimately lead to certain consequences. But I've always wondered, Can't God just overlook the mistakes that we make? Can't He just ignore our sins? We'll explore this question just after these songs. Be still, my soul The Lord is on thy side Bear patiently
Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. From your passion and pride, there's power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There's power. Is it relevant today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigao, and today we're looking into the idea of judgment. We found out that at the end of the day, our good and bad choices will ultimately have consequences. And now we're asking, 
Why doesn't God just overlook the bad stuff we do? Why doesn't he just ignore our sins? To answer this question, we need to look at a verse that we've looked at a number of times before. And that verse is 1 John 4, 8, which says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is not simply loving. He is love itself. And true love demands justice. Imagine that someone did something awful and murdered one of your family members. It was an open and shut case and the accused even confessed to the murder and you were relieved to find out that a guilty verdict was pronounced. However, when the judge was about to pronounce a sentence, he says, I know that this person is most definitely guilty, but I like him, so I'm just going to let him go free. How would you feel? Would this be fair? Most definitely not. We would feel that a great injustice had been done, and rightfully so. We all know that true justice demands the punishment of those who have acted wickedly. And as God is a just and loving judge, He has to, because of His character, act justly. In fact, if God was simply able to ignore our sins, then Jesus would have never had to come to this earth and die for them. The fact that God paid such an immensely high price for our sins shows us that He cannot simply ignore them. So then, what will the final judgment look like? Will there be a 12-person jury? Will we get a good attorney or will we have to represent ourselves? What will the day of judgment look like? We'll find out just after these songs. So oh. 
upon a time two little lambs were lost. One was cold, he could not find his way. He wandered around, lost and alone, weakening more every day. But then a still small voice started calling his name, and the little lost lamb heard the cry. So he followed the master right back to the fold, and he was sheltered. In his arms, all the while, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life. But the other lost lamb said. To search on his own, to find happiness outside of the fold. Thought he'd do as he pleased and never worry again. Be his own master and guide of his life. As he was feeding upon the meadow of life, he met a wolf in sheep's clothing one day. Said, "Come with me now. Be happy always. Just give me control of your life." But the poor little lamb, feeling afraid and ashamed, started running, crying, "I'm sorry, Lord." But try as he might, he could not find the fold. He was alone, crying. Was sheltered in his arms all the while. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? I'm Maris Jigao, and today we're looking into the topic of judgment, and we're asking, what will the day of judgment look like? Will we get a chance to explain all our actions to God? 
To answer this, I want us to have a look at Psalms 139 verses 1 to 5. If you'd like to see these verses or any verses used in the show today, please visit our Facebook page called Is It Relevant Today? Psalms 139 1 to 5 reads, O Lord, You have searched me and know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. According to this passage, God already knows everything we do. David tells us that God even knows our thoughts from afar. The Bible informs us in numerous places that God is omniscient. The word omniscient is derived from the Latin words omnis, meaning all, and the word scientia, which means knowledge. Therefore, omniscient simply means that God knows absolutely everything that there is to know. So when we consider this in light of what will happen at the judgment, there is nothing that we will be able to inform God of that He doesn't already know. In Genesis chapter 3 verses 8 and 9, just after the fall of mankind, God asks Adam something very interesting. It reads, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? Now, why is God asking this question? Did he suddenly forget where Adam and Eve was? And after trying to find them for half an hour, got fed up and started screaming, Where are you? No. God knew exactly where Adam and Eve was. He's omniscient. The reason for his question wasn't so he could find out where Adam and Eve were. It was asked in order that Adam and Eve become conscious of the fact that they're trying to hide from God. God is all-knowing. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows what the ultimate outcome will be. So if God knows everything, then What's the point of this judgment? What's the point of having a judgment at all? We'll find the answer to these questions just after these songs. Just a Just as I 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. Today we've been looking into the topic of judgment and have discovered that God cannot ignore our sins as true love demands justice. But we've also discovered that God already knows everything. He even knows our thoughts. Which led us to the question, why is there a judgment at all? I mean, if God already knows everything that will happen, why bother with a judgment? To answer this question, we need to look into the book of the Bible which was likely written first. I'm speaking of the book of Job, chapter 1, verses 6 to 11. It reads, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him and his household and all around all that he has on every side? You've blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now... Stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Here, we get a glimpse into the events that are happening behind the scenes of the universe. We find out that Satan is accusing God of being manipulative. He's essentially saying that the only reason that Job serves you is because you give him stuff. He doesn't genuinely love you and your government. He only behaves according to your precepts because you look out for him and provide everything he needs. Here, we discover that Satan is accusing God. In fact, the very meaning of the word Satan is the accuser. We also discovered in our ninth show that there were three underlying subtle lies about the character of God in what Satan said to deceive Eve. If you missed that one and would like to know what it was all about, check out our YouTube channel, Is It Relevant Today? and click on Why Evil Exists. The three subtle lies that Satan used to deceive Eve were God is restrictive. God is a liar. And God is only looking out for himself. Eve fell for his deception and chose to believe these lies about God. However, God didn't smite her and Satan at the first sign of rebellion. He wants to make sure not only that sin is destroyed, but that sin will never ever begin again throughout eternity. And to make sure that this never happens, he has allowed sin to fully mature so that the entire universe can see the outcome of Satan's government. This will show the entire world that only God's judgments are true. The final judgment is not only a judgment on humanity, but God has allowed himself and his government to be judged by the entire universe so that we know that he is a truly loving and just God. And this is why the idea of judgment is one of the most relevant issues, not only in our world, but in our universe today. We thank you for listening, and don't forget to visit our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today, and give us a big thumbs up, or you may like to visit our new YouTube channel, also called 
Is It Relevant Today? where we have video presentations on topics including Can God Be Trusted and Creation v. Evolution. But for now, thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Marius Jigau. God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day.
You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? But for now, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. I love to tell the story Twill be my theme in glory To tell the old, old story Of Jesus and His love